dispensing cannabis business knowledge beyond a million square feet of cultivation space. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Blunt Business, harvested by Strainwise Consulting. Together, we will navigate the challenges and opportunities of one of the most profitable industries on earth. Join us each episode to hear our weekly roundtables and interviews with industry professionals. Now, let's delve into some blunt business with your host. Welcome to Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. We're here. Thank you for listening in, as you always do. Really appreciate your support. And I really appreciate you being around for our guest on this program as a self-described serial entrepreneur who runs the cannabis industry's only all-in-one delivery technology solution for delivery companies and retailers. Uh, she is the CEO of Drop Delivery. Vanessa Gabriel joins me here on Blunt Business. Vanessa, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me so much. I really appreciate it. Excited to be here. My pleasure. Glad to have you on. Great story. Let's talk about Drop Delivery, first of all, providing a complete suite of software for cannabis delivery services. The software provides your company's own branded e-commerce app, customizable rewards and loyalty program, SMS texting to communicate with your customers, smart deals to increase revenue, compliance integration with metric for state regulations, last mile delivery logistics to track your drivers and deliveries, and the ultimate dashboard to manage everything from inventory to your staff. So talking about this platform and how, you know, you're, you're in California where there are so many, actually I just got uh, just finished up talking to another delivery service today as I record um, a whole slew of episodes. You have a great market in California to work with. You have companies to work out there with. Talk to me about how California helps you to evaluate how the, perform the platform actually performs in real time. Yeah, no, we're really lucky to be based in Los Angeles and, you know, to have one of the biggest markets in terms of cannabis delivery, I think, in the U.S. And so being able to, you know, partner with clients in, in California has been huge to just validate that the platform works. Actually, before we launched last year, we did a beta in late 2019 and we worked with 10 or so clients that we offered it for free just to, you know, vet out product market fit. And the big test was, okay, come January 2020, pre-pandemic, um, we're going to start charging and can we convert all these people from going from free to paying for it? And they loved it so much. It had transformed their business and they paid willingly with, um, you know, no issues. And so, and I think it's been really exciting um, just to see since then, you know, us growing in California and into other states and even um, internationally to, you know, Canada as well. Now, this is in terms of drop shipping, because if you look at drop delivery, it's nothing to do with any kind of drone technology, anything like that. It's just ground uh, ground uh platform and when you look at the market now and the growth of it uh talk to me about how this is being integrated where you're looking at it is it are you able to go and test this in other markets right now besides california or it really just california is the basis of where delivery is being done and we see how the pandemic has definitely increased the presence of deliveries and ride share things like that talk to me about where you look at when it comes to expanding to the other markets and what California shows you as a, as a great market 
to yeah, love is yeah, to exactly. So taking everything what we've learned, you know, so far with a majority of our clients being from California and being able to apply that, you know, as we look to expand, like, you know, we're getting really excited for um the tri-state area, you know, New Jersey and New York, and really making sure that we prepare and take everything that we've learned, because I think New York will even be a bigger market in terms of delivery um, when that does happen and, and the regulations do um, go into full effect. And so, yeah, we've just been, you know, really focused on making sure that the product is stable. No one has ever built a, pro a product or a software platform of this magnitude because, one, it's really hard and it's massive. And so that's what really what we just wanted to focus on. All the clients that we do have has been pretty organic so far. So just taking everything that we've learned um, to really perfect the platform. What I like to say is we built the foundation, but what we're learning from clients, how they're using it on a day-to-day -day basis and their feedback, they're re really building the platform that they want. Um, and so I think having that, you know, relation really close relationship with them has made the world of a difference of you know why our clients love us and why we do feel confident um expanding into you know new new markets and new territories um when that does happen now with that you decided all together uh, you know i was I'm, i feel like i, I got to shuffle questions around because uh, normally, I don't go into the background of, of a guest because I always feel like, well, well, tell us about yourself, you know, tell us where you came from, things like that. And I have to go and get into this real quick because it's what's fascinating. And I'm and the other thing is that I'm sure you've been asked. And I saw the story from Forbes where you were asked uh, the five questions with a uh, Warren Bobro about your story. And I have to, you know, it's I don't make a, a point to talk about background, but it is interesting because. The direction you came from, I got to just pinpoint a couple of things here that brought you to this market, which is really fascinating. So, again, you came in freshman in college. You were working on uh, really on shopping in the, in the shopping cart field in, in the area of fashion and the area of influencer marketing and things like that. And then you went and you decided to go ahead and work on shoppable technology. And this is where the influx the catalyst that, that brought you to you and your sister, your younger sister Jade, to decide to bring this story together and bring this type of technology. You're in California. You're in the area where Silicon Valley is not too far from you, a few hours away. It's just the area of innovation. What did you think that the technology you were already building could be used in the cannabis space? What made you think that you could make that step? Yeah, so I think, you know, looking back at collectively our journey as a team from the past 10 years, even from that first project, that first business back in 2011 as college students, what kept driving us to new ideas was this passion for innovation and technology and how can we make the experience better, no matter if it was in fashion or if it was, um, you know, in the vape industry or peer-to-peer -peer marketplace or social streaming, that always always was the core of us as a team was how can we make the experience better? And so we are not biased to industries and, you know, we just love building technology. So as far as our, you know, jump to cannabis, um, yeah, Mark had 
done um, amazing things in the vape space. He, he built a peer-to-peer marketplace. And that was around the time with, you know, all of the news and regulations around um, vape stuff being like banned um, a couple years ago. And so he moved to Los Angeles and yeah, as a, you know, cannabis consumer, he was like, hey, why do I have to wait in a super long line at my local dispensary, just like anything else, like with food pickup or whatever, I should be able to just place an order um, and pick up my my cannabis products and skip the line and earn loyalty points. And so that was basically the idea for Greenlight. And so our first cannabis startup prior to drop. And so that really um, you know, catapulted us into this space. And luckily it was a huge success and we got to learn so much from it on the retail side of things. And that was, you know, back in 2018. And after, you know, the acquisition, um, a couple months after launching, we were, we knew we weren't done in the space because there's so much opportunity for innovation um, within cannabis. And so we had this feeling like delivery is going to be the next big thing um, for the space. And so how can we make that better? Not only for businesses, but for consumers as well. And this is pre-pandemic. This was two years ago, um, you know, whereas pan- the pandemic kind of just brought a huge spotlight onto delivery for every industry. So um, yeah, it was really exciting to take everything that we've learned and just to keep that same passion of how can we make things better when it came to delivery and how, you know, these businesses were operating. And so that really, you know, was the inspiration. And after doing research and having four to five different platforms, we're like, we knew there is a better way for a business um, to run on a day-to-day basis. And we knew there was a better way also for consumers to have, you know, safe, um, reliable and convenient cannabis delivery, you know, just like Amazon or your Uber Eats. And so. I want to follow up more into that because I want to just take some of the, what you said from the interview with Warren Brober at Forbes yeah, and just take the point of where you tried that shoppable technology and then the transition towards the here and, and the steps you took to keep motivated and to keep your endurance, that entrepreneurial spirit alive because you went and did a lot of different things where, you worked from personal assistant for a handbag designer, receptionist at a PR firm, selling random items on Amazon. Then you got to US e-commerce for a European breedy brand. You worked your way through. You found you kept trying to find ways to continue to fuel this idea that you had to move forward. And at the end here, you said you were never truly happy. I knew I wanted to be my own boss again with a business to call my own. And I'm going to ask real, real quick about this because you make mention of Mark who want to make sure everybody knows who we're talking about. 2018, you and co-founder Mark Lobez co-founded Greenlight Technologies. Nine months after the launch of the company was acquired by a publicly traded cannabis company. So right away, you have this technology that came in, came in with you and Mark together. That goes and fuels into drop delivery. You discover unmet need for integrated mobile platform and aggregates several front-end processes. So the level of innovation you've been able to make Again, five hours away from Silicon Valley and bringing us all together. The thing is, I don't know how you're a very young entrepreneur from what I see. And you've been through so many different obstacles. You've, you've gone through so many hurdles. You've crossed them over very well. And you've already gone through building a company, having it acquired by a publicly traded company. Like the, the level of... Of, of progress you've made is incredible. So, I mean, what keeps you motivated now? 
I mean, you've done so much already. Thanks. You know, I, I do like to look at it that we have accomplished so much, but um, we're such a hungry young team that we feel like there is still so much more to accomplish. Um, and I think that's what really drives us. And I believe we're only scratching the surface on what delivery is going to be. I think, you know, post pandemic, um, we're kind of setting the foundation of what delivery is going to be like in the next two to five years, you know, when it's really solidified um, as, you know, its own industry. And so I think it's a really exciting time and really the sky's the limit. I mean, we have built a very um, complex platform, but there's still so much more we can do that we want to do. Um, and I think that's really what sets us apart as a team, um, me, Jane, and Mark, is that we're always thinking of how can we make this better? It can be better. How can we do that? You know, how can we make the experience, um, you know, take it to that next level? And that's always on our minds. Um, and that's what really drives us as a team to keep reiterating. And, you know, I, I think this could even be taken to other industries um, in the future. You know, I think we have something really special, you know, really empowering these businesses um, with, you know, their own branding and app and tools and, and everything that they would need to really thrive on a, on a level that they get to compete with, you know, bigger companies and who have bigger budgets. And so, um, yeah, we're excited to keep exploring, you know, where this is going to take us. Um, and yeah, there's still so much more to do. Oh my gosh. Agreed. Got a long laundry list. And we still have <laughs> quite a bit of interview left to go and do with you. Vanessa Gabriel, CEO of Drop Delivery is here with me on Blunt Business. We're going to come back. Uh, we're going to talk about a story that came from Disrupt Magazine, where they definitely featured in a great light drop delivery, give us a real inside view of what the process is and what you're doing there. And they published a case study that I want to also delve into as well. Let's talk about that after a short break. We'll be right back, folks. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at shoogies.com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet take anywhere treat. I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. I'm here with Vanessa Gabriel, CEO of Drop Delivery. Vanessa, by me, the first time on this program, I am shuffling questions around like crazy because the direction just, it just organically just had to go a different direction because I'm fascinated with, with people that are, just, that are entrepreneurs that have just, there's, there's, no, there's no such thing as no, there's no such thing as quit, there's no such thing as... Um, feeling that you can't just deviate and take a technology and then go a different direction. When I go through and look just at your background, okay, you had you were studying at one point. You said before we got on the air, you mentioned you were studying at University of uh, Colorado Boulder. You also had studied for a while at University of Pacific's Eberhardt School of Business. You founded a shopping platform in 2011, and that was one you co-founded with your sister. A shop shopping platform for millennials to shop for their favorite fashion brands from all across the web. 
you created Wonderlust as you were graduating, which was an interactive marketing platform that brought existing fashion editorials such as look photo lookbooks and films to life with shoppable technology. This is again, this is f- six seven years ago. This, I mean, today you're starting to see people trying to perfect this technology or perfect this process in terms of working in all these different factors. And before you get into that, you decided then somehow to get into the cannabis space. I'm sure you've asked, been asked this question, but I want to go ahead and hear it real quickly. What made you think that what you're doing was going to be working in, in cannabis? Like, what, what was the, where did that come from? Yeah, I like, I, you know, always kind of refer back to as this passion and drive as a collective, you know, me and my co-founders, Mark and Jade, no matter the industry, how can we make things better? How can this be better, you know, for the consumers and, and for the businesses? And so taking everything we learned from a society to Wanderlust, um, you know, to uh, Mark's vaping peer-to-peer marketplace to, you know, a social streaming project we worked on, um, it, we never had a limit to what we could dream up as far as, you know, a better solution. And even though those businesses weren't the most successful out of the gate, um, it just continued to give us the confidence and experience that, hey, and even looking back now, I'm like, we were just 10 years too early, you know, and with Drop right now and with and previously with Greenlight, it happened to be right place, right timing. And I think as entrepreneurs, you know, you just never give up because you're like, it's okay, I'm gonna keep going un- until you get that one. Um, and luckily, but your track record, were- you had more hits and misses. There was a confidence there where you felt like with you, Mark, and your team, you can take the crossover. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I honestly think it's the opposite. I think we have more misses than hits. I mean. Greenlight was our big hit um, and obviously drop is now, but prior to that, I mean, I was so sad to shut down um, a society as a college student. I, I thought that was like the biggest failure of my life. But I mean, you were also studying. I mean, how much time, how much, uh, how much resources and how much time could you put into it? I mean, it was you building a business, building several businesses within school, which is, I mean, compared to anybody going to college and going for an internship. You're building your own businesses in college. I can't look at those as, as necessarily misses. I think, you know, it could have always done better. And then you said yourself, the learning experiences also take a lot right there because look at what yeah. you got from all of that. I mean, I can't tell you uh, uh, the times, you know, uh, companies that were going, trying to go ahead with video technology. Um, on one of my other podcasts, I talked to the co-founder of E! Entertainment Television. And I remember when he talked about trying to get into the uh, streaming video space and he was early on I forget which company it was it was Microsoft putting up some kind of a streaming platform and it was very early on I think it was a, oh that's right it was with Blockbuster Video when they initially tried to do streaming before Netflix did but they were a couple of years too early because the technology couldn't support their idea mm-hmm. could that be the same thing here as well yeah yeah definitely like it, we were just way too early oh my gosh um, right. you know and I think like, it's really cool to see now that, hey, we were just, we were ahead of the curve and we always, and we always thought that even though that didn't work out, we always, yeah, continued to keep that confidence about ourselves and our ideas and what we were building. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm really glad we never gave up um, individually or collectively um, when we when those, you know, maybe weren't the home runs that we thought they were going to be at the time, um, because all of that led us to where we are today. And if anything had done different, I probably wouldn't be sitting here with you being able to talk about it. Um, so yeah, it, it's all part of the journey and it's always super fun looking back at where we came from and how it all played a part and it all was very important for us to go through. So that, um, now you see but, where I'm coming from. It's a glass half full mentality for me. I think there's a lot you take on, take it away from where you went to get to here. But now let's go ahead and focus on drop delivery itself. Take me behind the kind of research that you did to find out what were some of the needs that this that this uh, side of the industry needed that made you decide let me let's put this all in one platform together. Yeah. So you know while we were doing green light we were exposed on the retail side of things and we were always approached by delivery businesses specifically like hey do you guys have any software um like green light but for us and so obviously we were just focused on green light at the time so we kind of just kept that idea in our back pocket um and so after that you know we came back to it and we were like yeah, let's see what exists for delivery businesses um, when it comes to SaaS and software. And so we were able to lucky enough talk to a bunch of business owners and just get a feel of how they ran their day-to-day, what they were using and where the pitfalls lied um, for them and how, you know, where the inefficiencies were. And so I think that was really exciting to see because we got to have firsthand experience of just analyzing a business's processes and saying, okay, we think that could be better, that could be better, we could implement something for this. And so once we figured out what those things were, so it was one, um, an e-commerce solution, which is where our progressive web app, white labeled progressive web app comes in for clients, um, to a marketing solution built in. So SMS marketing, since, you know, with cannabis being so heavily regulated, there's not a lot of traditional options for them. So, you know, texting is like almost the number one way to go when you're communicating with customers. And then three, obviously the last mile logistics built in. Um, And then for obviously having, you know, all the compliance and everything, but being able to do all of this in-house, build it from the ground up was obviously a huge undertaking. Um, But we knew that it could work so much better. Um, Now there's, there are a lot of companies have done management software for POS for inventory management yeah. and for compliance management. But you took it a step further. You decided, was there, I mean, what made you see there was a, enough demand for you to supply enough delivery companies? Like, are there that many delivery companies or do you just see that down the line, there's going to be more delivery companies that'll be burgeoning as legalization continues to grow and more states allow more delivery services, including say New York down the line in a couple of years, once their legalization efforts are finalized. I mean, is that what you see is on the horizon? Oh, yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, we had this, I, like I said, we had this vision pre-pandemic, but obviously now living in it and delivery being um, so much more prominent, like I said, what delivery is going to be in the next couple of years, this is going to be so normalized um, with cannabis, and we're super excited to kind of be on the forefront of that and to help facilitate that for businesses and consumers 
I view it as it should be as safe, convenient, and reliable as your Amazon delivery. And, you know, people and consumers might have never thought of cannabis like that, you know, never even might have tried delivery for cannabis um, prior to the pandemic. And I think it was, you know, really validating for dispensaries and deliveries to be able to stay open as an essential business initially when the pandemic first happened um, because that validated us as a company and us as a you know industry that hey we're just on par with grocery stores and you know your local pharmacy and everything so I think that was really exciting and um, we're exciting we're really excited to you know help these business owners provide a premier experience and you know to their customers as well um you know there's a lot of things in cannabis that i feel like are still a bit behind and so we're excited to use technology and innovation um to just bring it on par with other industries you know everybody is so used to the experience on for food or grocery delivery or literally anything but cannabis is kind of a whole different ballpark and we kind of want to normalize it um just as much as the other industries. Now, Disrupt Magazine also published a case study. We talked about that before the break on drop delivery and the fact that you established a relationship with regulated digital payments provider Alt36, who primarily focuses on the cannabis market. As a matter of fact, I don't know if he's still there, but uh, we actually interviewed Ken Ramirez, who was a CEO, CEO and co-founder of Alt36 back in May of 2019. So if you want to take a look for that episode, you can find them in the archives right now at CannabisRadio.com. Uh, with them, we're familiar with them because of the fact that their platform eliminates the need for cash and uses blockchain technology and a decentralized digital asset to facilitate transfer of funds at dispensaries of cannabis businesses. So because of that area of, of trying to go and use cash and be able to go and transfer, you know, be able to use a cashless system as opposed to having cash on hand in a dispensary is a very important idea. That was a really great concept that came up with. So now... Recent data supplied by payment processor Square, uh, they indicated that cash balances deteriorated under COVID-19 lockdowns, digital payment surges around the world. Many small business owners reported that they may never return to cash-heavy businesses as consumer preferences may have changed permanently. And the world was already getting used to digital payments. COVID-19 just accelerated the process. Mobile ex payments are exploding. So now... Talk to me about this workaround here, because that's very important. The fact you're offering this cashless system, it was part of what All36 offers, integrating it into your platform. Talk to me about this workaround that you're helping to create while we're still waiting some banking relief at the federal level. Yeah, so I think it's, you know, really exciting to see companies like All36 come out with solutions like this. And we love partnering with other innovative um companies and so for us to have this partnership was really exciting and you know there's so many um other digital payment companies as well that exist in this space like hyper can pay AeroPay. so it's um validating to see that that niche is being fulfilled and that problem is being um fulfilled until we get you know federal backing and, and federal regula regulations around this and so it's just going to be that cherry on top for the drop um, customers and clients um, just because that was kind of like the last missing piece. And so we're super excited to launch that and be able to have um, that be such a seamless um, ordering process uh, through the app and being able to pay for it. Um, and so, yeah, and then uh, until then we have come up with, you know, some innovative ways of getting 
or minimizing the cash handoff. So what we did, um, we launched it at the beginning of the pandemic was this uh, cash change feature. So since most of these businesses um, are cash-based, uh, we wanted to minimize the interaction between the driver and the customer. And so the customer can then through the app designate how much cash they're going to be paying with for their orders so that the driver knows how much change to be handing off at the time of um, delivery. And so, you know, one, it minimizes human interaction yeah. in the COVID world. And two, it, it minimizes how much change that a driver actually has to have on hand at all time and can limit it um, instead of having to have, you know, um, every single type of bill. And so it makes it super easy for the customer to know, hey, I'm paying with a $100 bill and I should be getting 20 back. And for the driver to know, okay, I just need to give them 20 when I hand off their order. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was something we were really excited to roll out that got um, some great adoption. And um, until, you know, the, the payment integrations are finalized. Now, Many that's going on more with this disrupt uh, article about the case study. Many dispensaries and cannabis companies prefer regulated payment processors. In fact, and may even help ease the tension between commercial banks and cannabis firms that have created a banking rift. The distrust that some dispensaries in search uh, have sent some dispensaries in search of more esoteric solutions, and that's what we talk about: cashless using Bitcoin as a payment processor. So. How were you approached about having this idea of going uh, of creating this cash, bringing this cashless technology into the delivery process? Yeah, um, we were actually connected by a client and saying, hey, you know, I've seen great things um, about uh, Alt 36. You guys should definitely check them out. And we did. I, you know, just um, reached out to them and we're like, we have a mutual client um, and we would love to hear, you know, about what you guys offer and how that could potentially work with the drop platform. And so we were always on the lookout um, for a digital payment um, partner to connect with. And so we're really happy, we're really happy it happened organically because having that mutual client um, obviously just um, made the relationship start off that much stronger. And so, um, yeah, and it, it, it really was really smooth and they're a great team and, you know, we're excited to finally roll that out. Fantastic. I want to go and talk more about Drop Delivery and talk about some of the crowdfunding efforts going on right now for Drop Delivery. We're going to talk about that after a short break. I'm again, I'm here with Vanessa Gabriel, CEO of Drop Delivery. Great conversation here on Blunt Business. We're back to close it out in just a moment. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand. 
and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. We're back with Vanessa Gabriel. I'm back with final questions with Vanessa Gabriel, CEO of Drop Delivery here on Blunt Business. Vanessa, I've really loved your story it inspires me. I hope it inspires a lot of people in our audience. No giving up, no holding back. And that's what entrepreneurs need to understand. You know, you're not going to get, you're, you need to go through every hurdle possible. And there's the resistance stays strong. You don't quit. You don't stop. And, and sometimes you just, you will hit bank sooner than you think. And I feel like you've, you have so much time, so much stuff in your career to go ahead and accomplish, Vanessa. It's amazing where, how far you've, you, how much you've done, and what I feel like is it's only been so much amount of time compared to what you have going forward in your career. So, with that said, I also want to make point. Culture Hub put out a great story that was really uh, promising, talking about how drop deliveries creating a lasting shift in cannabis deliveries, and as they explain it. Your cannabis delivery management platform redefines what customer delivery means, creating a lasting shift on how we perceive delivery management and consumer preferences. Uh, with that said, where can we see drop delivery? Be, is there a chance that we can go and have drop delivery where other companies that are looking to try delivery um, opening up to other states? What do you know about what other states are doing right now in terms of delivery, what's being done in the legislative process to allow deliveries? And... If people want to go ahead and start doing a little bit of early research and development, what they, what should they do to go and talk to you and where what markets could be opened up for drop delivery to work in? Yeah, yeah. So we are open, you know, obviously to any um, state that has delivery in their regulations um, and in the on the horizon or currently and you know if it's coming um we've been speaking with a bunch of potential clients say for example in massachusetts in the tri-state area who are in the process of getting their delivery license and they're shopping around for software and have come upon us um so definitely you know do your research early so you can figure out what you want it but um yeah come talk to us because 
you know, we support any state that supports delivery. And obviously, with the different regulations per state, we're always on top of that um, in how we can make sure that it's compliant all the way around. And, you know, we are metric approved and will be um, going after like BioTrack as well for the other states that metric doesn't have. Um, but yeah, everything's baked in. And, you know, if you are looking for cannabis delivery software, even just to ask us questions. Um, we're always available. I'm always available. And um, I love, you know, meeting with potential new clients and hearing where they're at in the process um, and just getting a feel of what they think they need and what they want and, um, you know, how we can potentially be that for them and what value um, we can offer to them. But yeah, we're excited. I think, you know, if states and regulators didn't really care for delivery prior to the pandemic, they definitely do now. And I think we're seeing that um, come up, you know, as these new regulations are coming out, which is so exciting. And I think we're in a great position and I think delivery isn't going anywhere. And I think it's the future. And I think drop is the future to help make that happen for sure. So, you know, I asked also the, of the guest that came on before, uh, that was a cannabis delivery company without mentioning names. I asked yeah. a question about how the Uber CEO actually started making the mention that they want to get into the cannabis delivery business. It was just a random, like, you know, CNBC put him, put the, the CEO on the spot, Dara, I can't even say the last name, and put him out there. But what do you think about the fact that, you know, if you are trying to go ahead and be the trendsetter before big companies will start coming in once regulation comes into play? You know... I love this question and I love this topic because it's not going to be that easy for Uber on a multitude. Yeah, of, ask you, you know. Point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So one, you know, um, a big thing obviously in California was um, the issue of employees being drivers or I mean, the drivers being employees or independent contractors right. and that whole fight. And at least in California, the regulations are cannabis delivery drivers have to be employees. So that's, you know, one big thing that they would have to address. In yeah, California. they would have to be W-2s, correct. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and that, you know, they were fighting against that. And so, um, and then two, just driver safety, obviously in Uber Eats and Uber, you can track your driver and everything. Um, but that's one thing that we made sure when we built our app and our driver app was to mask that um, for the driver safety because a driver not only can have um, hundreds of dollars in cash in their car based off of the order, but could have up to a couple thousand dollars worth of inventory in their car based on you know um, what the regulations are for the state. And so that poses a lot of um, safety risks um, if oh, you're yeah. able to track that driver. So there's just a lot of niche things when it comes to cannabis. And I don't think it's just going to be that easy to just roll out oh, a absolutely. solution on the, on yeah. the Uber side. Um, no, and also and the compliance end. The compliance, in fact, and I really appreciate the distinction that you're metric compliant, which metric I start, is starting to feel like that is going to be the standardization across yeah. where all cannabis, uh, all states that are regulating cannabis from a recreational or a medical level, that's what they're looking at. And for for California, that's been very important to work. Metric has been such a compliant part, uh, such a part of compliance. We've talked about that. Never got a chance to talk to the folks at Metric, but we've talked to many companies that provide compliance that are definitely very uh, strictly about that because of the level that California needs to set 
uh, they need this already set above and beyond the standard given that even the Bureau of Cannabis Control provides. So I'm glad yeah. you put that up there as well. Yeah, but, exactly. And then, sorry, just one little tip that I think um, is just the level of attention and, you know, efforts that the industry is putting towards, you know, programs like social equity and things like that and to really um, give opportunities to these communities that have, you know, just been disproportionately affected um, in terms of cannabis previously that to have a big company like Uber come in and kind of, you know, take that away from smaller entrepreneurs. Um, I, I don't think the cannabis industry right. would allow even like allow it or want it to be honest. Um, no. Just because it's like, you're going to have this big corp just come in and make all the profits when, you know, we're trying to empower any and all types of entrepreneurs, big or small in the space. So, yeah. Because we want more, more, more people like you, Vanessa, running these companies and being the heads of innovation here. I want creative, smart, you know, driven, merit-based people. And you've accomplished so much. And I, I really, I, I think, think the world of you, you've been so wonderful Thanks. to make time for us. And I really appreciate, again, this is a, this is a platform. I don't hear, I mean, I see other people trying to integrate it with their own inventory, inventory platforms or trying to use some offshoot, but this is a dedicated platform for cannabis delivery management. Mm -hmm. This is yeah. important. And I'm really glad you took some time to talk to us. I'm glad we had a chance to talk and let's uh, definitely keep in touch down the line. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I always appreciate anyone that, you know, allows me to share my story and what's going on with drop delivery. Absolutely. Dropdelivery.com. Make sure to go and take a look at the website and follow Vanessa. I'm telling you, follow what she's doing. Where, where people can follow you. Do you have anywhere social media at all where people can go? Yeah, and yeah, you can. Story? Yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn. Um, you could also find me on Instagram at Vanessa Gabriel. But um, yeah, and follow you know the Drop Instagram. It's the Drop app on Instagram for you know um, updates about what we're doing and what we're up to. I'm. I want. We need to keep an eye on what you're doing because I. There's. I just think drop delivery is just. It's just that's not the only thing. There's other things on the horizon for you. I don't know what that's going to be. Obviously, you already have one company got sold, publicly traded. Who knows what else comes from here? But let's see where drop delivery takes you and where you are. We're blessed to have you in the industry. Thank you so much. Thank you, listeners, for listening into the program, and let's keep in touch. Let's do another episode next week. I'll talk to you next week. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.